on this episode of AV Week, just as we were starting to record, the U.S. Congress passed the $2 trillion uh, stimulus package. We've talked with our guests about what that means for the industry, whether or not it will help or hurt the AV industry. Also take a look at virtual touring a factory. All that and more next on AV Week. The network for the AV industry. What are you listening to? This. This is AV. This. This. This is AV Nation. This is AV Nation. This is AV Week, episode 448, recorded Friday, March 27th, 2020. Stimulus package. Support for AV Nation is brought to you by Biop and by FSR and by Bodio, a leading manufacturer of professional PTZ cameras, Pro AV solutions, and UCC integration systems. This is AV Week, your weekly wrap up of audiovisual news and information. My name is Tim Albright. I am your host, and we're also doing this live. So, hey, to you uh, two people watching us live, uh, Craig McCormick and somebody else. Uh, with us to discuss the news and we've gathered this week. Uh, I'm going to go closest to me because his background is the best. And if you're not watching it, I'll explain it as soon as he comes up on the screen. Mr. Jeremy Caldera, how are you, sir? I am excellent, Tim. And if you're not watching uh, the video, Mr. Caldera is in front of the burning city of Chicago because he's been quarantined, not quarantined. Uh, you've kind been working of. up in Chicago. Well, not really because you're working, dude. Well, yeah, my hotel room is very isolated and quarantined and boring. <laughs> boring. Uh, I guess Florida is closer to me than than uh, than uh, California, so we'll go to Mr. Tap Strickland from Just Add Power. Welcome, sir. Hello. How are you? Doing well. Uh, Tap looks like he's in a in a, uh, a boathouse or a uh, beach house. So uh, we'll, we'll you know. Actually, it was nice. I am, and I have a little sun on my face, and then I've got my hair in the traditional um, beach bum ponytail. So. Alrighty, and last but not least, Mr. Joey D'Angelo, who is in the exact same uh, studio as I am, except for his has his logo on it. How are you, sir? Good to be here. Thanks, Tim. Absolutely. Uh, so we, uh, as would just not that anybody needs to know this, but as we we produce AV Week, uh, typically we'll send out stories uh, to the fine men and women who will who will grace our stage and and give us their insight. Uh, typically on Tuesdays, and it gives them a couple days to to read the stories. However, every once in a while, um, a story will break or, or happen in between that time. That is exactly what has happened, actually, just in the last 10, 15 minutes. So we're going to hit that one first uh, from CNN. Uh, the House uh, in the U.S. has passed a uh, significant aid package, actually. Uh, it is, quote, unquote, the, far, the uh, largest aid package in U.S. history. It's $2 trillion. Um, this is from the, the uh, article on, on CNN. Key elements of the package include sending checks directly to individuals and families, a major expansion of unemployment benefits, money for hard-hit hospitals and healthcare providers, as well as financial assistance to small businesses, and $500 billion in loans for distressed companies. Uh, Jeremy, I'm going to start with you uh, because you um, are the integrator on, on the group here. We're hearing from a number of integrators across the U.S., at least in, in North America, some are laying off, having, having layoffs simply because of the, of the slowdown in work. They're not being allowed on job sites. Um, you're actually on the job site now. So this $2 trillion, regardless of how it's, it's divvied up, and we can have a political uh, debate if we'd like, but is this going to help the industry uh, in any way, shape, or form? Uh, in my honest opinion, absolutely not. But okay. 
I don't know. Why is that? I honestly don't know. I, I don't why, see why how do it would help not? me as Oh, I just don't see how it'll help me as an integrator, right? Uh, from, now, I haven't read too in-depth into this. I don't know how many people actually have. Uh, I know that when I was researching it with the state of Illinois, specifically and some other stuff, they were talking about loans to continue to pay people, but it's just a loan. Still got to pay it back, right? So You're going to forgive the loan if you continue paying your employees throughout the duration. Well... Yeah, I mean, it's going to be a challenge, right? Now, I've, I've lucked out, right? I've got my biggest job site, which is currently going on right now in the city of Chicago. And so I've, I've asked most of my team to work from home that can work from home. Engineers, some of my project managers are now just project managing from home. I've become the site engineer just on this project just because I don't want to ask anybody else on the team to go to Chicago for two weeks and finish up the project. But I want to keep the project going because it's keeping the, uh, it's billable, which means I can keep actually paying my staff uh, because it's a pretty good project, right? Uh, some of my technicians are sitting, some of them are actually working. We lucked out because our other projects going on right now are higher education and higher education is pretty much shut down for the year. Yeah. Um, a few of them have closed completely and not letting anybody on campus, but most of them are calling me saying, hey, can you come sooner now and, and get this job done instead of doing it in June, you know, when school's over. So um, I've got guys on job sites and we fortunately as an AV integrator fall under telecommunications in the state of Illinois, which is considered an essential business. Uh, well, as far as I go, my service department's slow. Obviously, we can't go out and do normal service work other than our 911 centers where we got our emergency SLA contracts and stuff like that. But hopefully, they're not calling right now. So yeah. That is interesting because we've talked with a number of education uh, houses as well that, that are completely shut down. Um, I was on a, a panel with the IMCCA this, this past Wednesday, Dave Danto and, and Chris Netto, and Joe Way popped in. And they have, they have gone from... From, oh, hey, yeah, we get to do work to, holy crap, you've got to have a security clearance uh, as of yesterday, I believe, to, to, get, to get on campus. So we're hearing those, those extremes, Jeremy, where, yeah, you might get some work done, but most likely it's, it's work Right. Done. So we're, we're, we're scrambling to get those done like this week because we're not sure. I mean, it's day by day, right? Everything's fluid. So we don't know if it's going to shut down. Um, I, I, I know that, uh, like I teach at Columbia College in Chicago, right? So they're shut down. You can't get into any of their buildings. Just... That's it, right? But I know University of Illinois is allowing us into some buildings, so at least for now, right? So we can do projects there. Yeah, tapped. Uh, Jeremy mentioned the fact that some, you know, that they're considered essential in talking with a number of manufacturers. They're also uh, considered essential. Depends on the state, obviously. Uh, there are a number yeah. of folks who are shifting their their uh, uh, production uh, capabilities if they have them to different ones. Is something yeah. like this, though, the, the $2 trillion, let's go back to that for a second, because staff, you, you guys cover both the residential and, and the commercial side of AV. How is this going to, to help, I, I guess, in the long run? And, and how long do you think it'll take to help? Well, you know, <clears throat> I um, was really hoping we would have uh, some transparency as to when this would end. Um, and uh, I, I jokingly posted on Facebook that I need to see coronavirus's manager um, to try and complain. So sorry, bad timing on you taking a drink. Um, you know, we've uh, our entire team's been kept intact. Our plan is to keep our entire team intact. Um, and our, our our plan is that if we can do something with the stimulus package, um, and, and it helps us keep everybody going, that we will. Um, our sales team was already remote. Um, you know, the the one office that we have a handful of people that work out of, uh, centralized. They're working from home. Um, our support is uh, working from home, and we have 
Um, you know, we, we have a skeleton crew going into the office to handle shipping and things like that. Um, we bulked up on inventory. Um, and I didn't even know if it was on purpose. Um, but, uh, you know, we've got, we've got good inventory. I feel like, um, integrators who run a business, um, and have W-2 employees um, have a shot with the stimulus package to borrow some money. For some people, it's a great big gamble. Um, and for, for others, it's not. Um, and <clears throat> I feel like uh, that, you know, they needed to do something because um, historically only, you know, the banks win and the insurance companies win. Um, and um, it would be nice to see a little bit of a win uh, come out. Um, as far as the personal stimulus stuff. I actually, I don't even know if I know anybody who will qualify to get that small amount of money. Um, but, uh, kind of is what it is. And then the biggest shocker was last night receiving a message, um, from an integrator who's just asked me if we could have inventory in two weeks for a massive project in mainland China. And I said, I, I said, wait, where is this again? And he said, it's in China. Um, and he said, we are, he's like, we're, we're actually starting it. Um, and he's like, we'll need, we'll need gear, hundreds of thousands of dollars in gear in, in two weeks. Um, and it was interesting for me because, um, it actually kind of scared me a little bit. I was like, wait a second, hold on. Uh, Cause business hasn't stopped. It's slowed down, but it hasn't stopped. And the one thing we've been communicating with integrators, whether they're commercial or, or high-end resi, um, is ask your customers what you can do. Um, so if it's a high-end resi customer, find out from them, but, you know, hey, I'm calling to confirm your appointment. Send me a grocery list. I'll have somebody go to the store for you and I will, I will deliver it to you. Let's reduce your risk as versus increase your risk. Um, and on the commercial side of things, um, I've got somebody who was teetering on whether or not they're going to finish a very, very large entertainment complex and reached out to the guy and said, Hey, while we're coming, I'll send somebody to the grocery store. Give me a list. And, um, so he said, for how many people? Um, and he sent an employee to the store and ended up buying groceries for like seven families, wow. um, that are, that are tied to this group that that's building this entertainment complex end of the story is they were welcomed with open arms. It's an opportunity really for integrators to kind of jump out, make themselves human um, and, and make themselves stand out and just, just be kind. Everybody's stressed. There's no use in doing anything other than just, just finding a way to be kind. So, but um, you know, and I think there's some small integrators that are mom and pop shops that are just a, you know, a, a one man or two man show that, you know, don't run a traditional larger, larger, small business, um, or they're working with contractors. And I just don't see any provisions in the stimulus plan for anybody like that. Um, and that that's pretty disappointing because there's a lot of people that's how, that's how they work, eat and play. So. Yeah, it is. And, and yeah. you know, you, you talk to most, in the mo most economists, at least here in the, in the States, um, this economy runs on the small business. Right. And they, if you look at the, at the small business administration, they consider small business, anybody that has less than 500 employees, right? 7 million, or 500 seven, employees. Seven, yeah. 7 million. And it's, it's, um, it's remarkable that there are, you know, a lot of people that, that may not, uh, survive this. Um, uh, Joey, real quickly, um, you know, how, how is this or, or, or is this going to help? Uh, and if not, um, we've done different, different. Okay. Well, um, 
So we're, we've kept up to speed on what details of this bill and this legislation entails. And um, the majority of the industry, our industry, is definitely less than 500 employees and $7 million in revenue. So I think that this, this package will help the entire industry immensely. One, no more payroll taxes. So that is a, uh, a very nice little uh, cash infusion back into the businesses. And then two, you can take out these loans and uh, they're supposedly gonna forgive them if you continue to pay your employees during that time. Um, so we're, we're paying very close attention to this um, but essentially, we feel like what's happening is, is we're all playing a game of Monopoly and the bankers just handing money out to everybody. And there's businesses out there that don't need the money. Like my business, we're, we're saying, you know, should we take advantage of this? Um, it makes business sense to the bottom line to do it. But we're like, do we really need it? So there's a little bit of a, uh, an ethical, you know, dilemma here. But it's at the end of the day, it's all about revenue. and. Um, if everybody else is doing that, should you? And, you know, so it's, a, it's, a, it's very interesting because the legislation is very open-ended. And we kind of fear that there's going to be a lot of people that actually take advantage of it when they shouldn't. Uh, I, and I feel like as Americans, we need to, you know, get up to speed on it and um, take advantage if we need it. If not, leave it for someone else who does. Yeah. So there's that. But uh, at the end of the day, it's just, you know, trillions added to our deficit, uh, our national debt. Um, and it's, it's very frustrating. But the good news is, is that in all of the different states that we have projects going, all uh, AV companies have been deemed essential. But what's happening is different municipalities are just, they're, they're just shutting everything down or they're letting certain things go. So it's, it's like whack-a-mole with regards to who can keep working. Uh, but I do think that this package will uh, work wonders to keep everybody just on pause until this passes. And if it's able to do that and they say, okay, the cases are down, everybody go back to work. I think it's going to be like getting shot out of a cannon right back to where we were. Yeah. But that's only if the pause button works and this stimulus works. So I think it's going to be great for all the AV companies, uh, but people are going to take, they can't take advantage of it and we have to stay ready to go. The one thing I want to point out is something that Taft said. And um, one of my, one of my um, longest friends here in the, in the industry, um, they've got a, a manufacturing facility and they've got one over in, in Shenzhen, uh, China. And um, I was talking with him in early mid 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 january right around the time of of the uh chinese new year and he was saying that they were that was when they the chinese government was starting the shutdown right they that was their their shutdown so taft if they are already kind of opening back up now that's two months right that's that's january february march right unless i'm, I'm not thinking right i'm not saying that that it's 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 a it's equivalent but if that's true and and that is roughly you know the time frame here, then should we be looking at at mid May, end of June? Is that is that am I thinking adding adding those timelines together? Is that right? My my thought is we'll be lucky. I don't think we'll have CD in September. Wow. Um, okay. I think when you you look at the difference between us and you look at the difference between us and China, and when a communist government says stay home. Um, <laughs> 
it's okay. taken a little bit differently, you know. You uh, stay St. home Patty's and you disappear. Uh, yeah, St. Patty's Day, I went to the grocery store, okay. I, I didn't feel ill. I ran out to grab some essentials for my family. Next door was an Irish pub at 2 o'clock in the afternoon with 350 people drinking beer in the parking lot. Now, it's Florida, so it's different. It's a different mentality. IQ is tested differently and everything else here. But um, And it just, to me, was like, this is crazy. And when my family got on an airplane before all the craziness really happened, we went, okay, so there's like one case in Florida and there's five cases in Portland, Oregon. Let's get on a plane and we'll go there. We'll be there for a few weeks. It's perfectly fine. Um, you know, now there's a, whatever, 130 cases in Oregon and over 3000 in Florida, um, you know, a couple of weeks later. So I just think people didn't take it seriously. I applaud the people that have. Um, and I think that the numbers are so far skewed as far as testing. I mean, you're, you're talking two to three weeks to actually get test results back now. Um, so the numbers haven't peaked. And I, I think we're probably locked down until maybe May, June. But I think it's probably going to be fall or later before the world starts to see some normalcy. We're not going to have an Easter miracle where we roll the rock away and he sees a shadow and we have six more weeks of winter. So, I think, sorry, I, I never passed on the stream. You just crossed the stream yeah. there. I just crossed um, the stream. Yeah. I think that uh, best case, couple months, worst case, six months, because it yeah. might take you know, our open and free society a while to take the quarantine seriously. Uh, but if you've been anywhere, if you have left your home and touched anything in public, you start your two-week clock over again. So anytime you leave your home, uh, unless you're protecting yourself, you are introducing variables into your life. You know, that's what's interesting because me being up here in Chicago and actually working on a job site, I have found myself to be more conscious of just, I mean, general, hy general hygiene, but like just like wh what do you actually touch throughout the day? How many times do you actually touch your face throughout the day, right? 15,000. It's crazy. Like just walking from the hotel over to here, which is across the street. I mean, I'm just like, I catch myself wanting to put my hand on the handrail of the escalator. And I'm like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> like I shouldn't do that, right? The general awareness of that kind of stuff is the one good thing that's going to come from this whole pandemic, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's continue this on uh, from our friends over at AV Network. Fulcrum Acoustics is offering virtual factory tours. Uh, from quote from uh, um, Chaz Goodman, the uh, manage, marketing manager of Fulcrum Acoustics, easy for me to say, quote unquote, our increasingly digital world makes it easy for us to virtually share the work we do. Fulcrum's new factory tour video allows you to get an inside look at what we do best from the comfort and safety of your home. Taft, I'm going to pick on you on, uh, first on this because you are the manufacturer of the group. And uh, actually Taft introduced me to a fine young man named Phil who started doing this uh, for homes, first of all, and, and uh, Phil and I have started, we're, we were starting to work on doing some uh, for uh, ISEs and from, for others for booth tours. But it, actually, Phil and I are starting, are, are talking for other avenues as well. But is this going to be the future of, of how manufacturers introduce product, how they bring people into their space? Um, are we looking at a future where it's, it's going to be digital and it'll be the, the rare occurrence when we're all, you know, in real space? Um, so I think this is the future for right now. 
Um, and it's a, it, it's interesting um, because we've kind of toyed with this work remotely and do more things virtual and do more things online, more out of progress and fun. Um, and now it is a hundred percent out of necessity. Um, and, you know, I, I just talked to Phil and asked him if we could take our last booth shoot, 3d booth shoot and alter it. So we had the same background, but then gave a virtual walkthrough of what we would potentially have at Infocom because Infocom's not happening. Um, it's just a matter of them figuring out where the chips fall and, you know, if they want to do it in that one week in December where there's something not going on in Vegas. Um, but I, I think this is, this is fantastic. I, I sat and watched the uh, video when you, you sent out the info beforehand on this and was like, this is pretty cool. Um, and, and, and pretty fun. Um, and you know, at the same time, you know, Phil's shooting museums. So, you know, people can do, you know, virtual field trips and that was something nobody ever really thought of before. Um, so I, I see this out of necessity. Um, and, uh, you know, if I was, if I was a lawmaker, I would have already bought stock in zoom. Like, I don't know, a few months ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah you, you probably should have. Yes, um, I got jokes and I'll apologize for them later. It's, so. it's halved at, um, no, um, the one thing, and just for clarification today is, is March 27th. Uh, VIXA has not officially, uh, declared that Infocom is not happening, nor have they postponed it. So I wanted to clarify that. Um, that's, that's an interesting um, little brief topic that I, I'd like to say something about the, the Infocom yep. thing. Um, I think if there was an industry that was going to do something to save the day vis-a-vis -a, -vis a trade show that, that is our industry's you know, heart and soul, we're the ones to do it. And um, I, I was thinking about this the other day. Every booth is already probably designed in 3D. And it wouldn't be so hard to kind of drop them all into one model. And I'm pretty sure that the convention center is already modeled in 3D as well. Um, but the, it's not a far toss of the football to think about having a virtual trade show and just doing something that's you know, very unique because I, I'm concerned that if we cancel it, we send the wrong message to the events industry, which, you know, relies on large trade shows. And I think we need to either try to have it later on in the year in Vegas, in Vegas. Um, but um, I, I'd like to see us, you know, invent something to solve this problem rather than just buckle. Uh, a lot of the people I know, some of them, like my wife, she works in uh, pharma. Um, they have trade shows and events all year long, and they are still trying to find the dates later in the year to have the events that they had to cancel. So um, I think- well, and, and To the end, Joey, uh, NAB officially canceled, canceled, right? Uh, yeah, I think NAB had to because they just, the. That, that was the right thing. It, it's going to fall right at the peak of this thing if we're still on the upward curve. We just don't know when it flattens and when it starts going down. So there's runway there to make a decision. I think uh, June. If I think I don't, I think it's a little close. But you know, maybe later on in the year, like you said, that one weekend in December that you know is open. You know, it's almost like a Southwest Airlines queue, right? Like 
all these events are canceling, but they still want to have them. Well, get your spot now, you know. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, uh, Jeremy, as a, yeah. Uh, Jeremy, as an integrator and, and somebody that you, you, you've got folks that are working remote now, is something like this make sense to you or is this, um, you know, somebody just playing around with, with VR technology? Uh, I mean, it's, it's, it sounds cool. I would, I would definitely check it out. You know what I mean? Um, I, I don't know to what extent that would be in, in, you know, the realism of actually bringing all that together and making that happen, uh, you know, in a timely manner would be, I could see that being complex, just kind of knowing what goes on in the back end there. But uh, I don't know. I, I, I've talked to people 50, you know, that are 50, 50 on this whole, is this happening in June thing or not? And I don't, I, I don't know. The, the VR thing sounds cool though. I, I don't know. Well, and I know that there were, there are plenty of really smart folks, people smarter than me um, that are working on stuff like this. Uh, go back to Taft's uh, friend, Phil, he, he has done both VR as well as 3d rendering Joey, where he's, you know, able to take those, those, those Revit files or those, those um, AutoCAD files and produce a, a semblance, right. Of, of what a virtual tour would look like. And then you we do it all day long. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think it's a whole new industry waiting to start. Yeah. It, it, I, I think coming out of this, I mean, here's the thing. Uh, tragedy and, and crisis breeds some of the best innovations in the world. We've, we've seen it for years. We've seen it for, for, for hundreds of years. And something unique is going to come out of this, I, I think. And the, the really smart, creative people are, are going to be able to, 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 uh, to bring us something new and, and, and unique. So, yeah, I mean, guys, if I go into a virtual booth and I see a new product and I like it and I click on it, it should connect me with someone at that manufacturer that says, Hey, uh, yeah, let me, that they just give the same pitch they would on the floor of the trade show. And yeah. I think that's, it's an off the, sh it's a, a package of off the shelf technologies that already exist. It's just connecting the dots. Yeah. And patch packaging it in a unique way that, that's, that feels similar and feels natural. Right. I mean, if I um, walk up to the AV nation booth, I click on, Tim Albright. Oh God. There you are. Uh, no, no, it's just not, that's not. <laughs> Start the trends. You, you <laughs> significantly less First background one. noise too. Nobody, but see, that's the thing is nobody would ever click on me. They would, they would click on Matt because he has better hair and he's skinnier and he's prettier and better and all, except for he's Canadian. So, you know. Hey, that's, it's, yeah. it's an essential, it's an essential opportunity for all of us to conduct various, very important business meetings every year. And, um, you know, you, you could theoretically still do it. I mean, we could do it on Zoom and all that, but getting to that point is way more fun when you have to walk around and find someone or something and, you know, but to, to the, to the, the Fulcrum acoustics factory tour to get back on that. Um, I think it's amazing that they're doing that. Um, when I worked briefly at a manufacturer, when we would bring people in, and show them the lines of where these products were being made. Uh, it was tremendously helpful for them to realize what goes into making the products. If you can virtualize it, you can save money. You can bring more people through theoretically, yep. increase awareness of your product. I think it's a great idea. Yeah, absolutely. You can. Um, I had the opportunity last fall to go through the Sennheiser factory and, and I've been through Shures and, and through a number of others. And Oh, I'd love to see the Shure one. That would be cool. That, yeah, that that's quite remarkable. And it just, and, and it's not, it, it just seeing how the, the products and the, the, the stuff that we deal with on a daily basis, how it starts from nothing, literally, right. Um, you know, bent metal, um, and, and your know, cases and chips and stuff like that. And seeing all the people that work in this industry that you you would never know, right? Um, these are the people that are testing your your gear, 
and putting it together and the heart and the passion that they put into it is quite remarkable. So. All right, fellas, that is going to do it for us uh, for this week. Uh, Mr. Caldera, thank you, sir. Of course. Happy to be here. How do people find you or IAS? Uh, at uh, Jeremy underscore Caldera on the Twitter and uh, IASTechnology.net is the website. All right, very good. And Mr. Taft Strickland, thank you, sir. Thank you. Pleasure being on. Excellent. You can find me at uh, Taft at Just Add Power. You can find us at justaddpower.com. And then we're on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram and um, everything under the sun as far as social media as well. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely, dude. Absolutely. Uh, and last but not least, Mr. Joey D'Angelo, who, if you're, again, if you're not watching the video, is in a, is in a, a fighter jet. So, uh, uh, thank yeah. you, sir. How do people get a hold of you or DPA? D- uh, Good Lord, DPA. Yeah. DNA. So, uh, you know, the best way to get a hold of me is just to Google Joey D'Angelo, uh, but you can also just go to D'AngeloConsultants.com. Right, very good. Uh, for me, for Tim Albright, don't follow me on the Twitters because literally I'm talking about nothing now. Uh, at this point <laughs> in the year, I should be talking about hockey. Uh, I'm not. Um, but go by the website if you would please avianation.tv that's avianation.tv you'll find this program and a host of others while you're there please check out our supporters section these are the folks who help us financially help us bring you AV Week and Resi Week and a ton of other stuff and Mr. Taft and, and Just Ed Power is one of them so we thank them for their support uh, check keep keep an eye on avianation.tv uh, probably by Tuesday or Wednesday you're going to see something that we've been working on feverishly uh, for the past week or so putting together a, a conference for folks. Uh, I believe Taft and the guys at Just Ed Power are doing some education. We've got some pretty heavy hitters uh, to doing keynotes and stuff like that. So check that out if you would, please. Uh, keep an eye and we'll give you a registration page, bring everybody together and have some fun and, and some education. So happen year, happening uh, first couple of weeks of April. So check that out if you would, please. So all that and more at avianation.tv. That's avianation.tv. Thanks so much for listening. Thank you so much for watching. That is all the time we have for AV Week.